Hello everyone and welcome to this, another edition of the Dell and Keith show. I am a co-host Derek Kern here and I'm also joined by my good mate Keith Anderson. Keith, how you doing mate? I'm okay mate, how are you? I'm alright, I've been a bit better um, after tonight, at the time of recording, we've, me and Keith have just watched um, Rangers and Kilmarnock game and it's another disappointment, to yep. say the least. Aye, shite. Yep, tactics, all the gaff, wrong, wrong time to do it, just... One player got pass marks. Yep. It's never a good sign, no matter what tactics nope. you're using. No, nope, exactly. Exactly. So, um, but like I said, onwards, onwards and upwards, we've got a, we've got a wee show here for you tonight. Um, we were having a, we're having a think about what show we could do. Um, so we covered, we covered a few different things, but we thought we would um, have a bit of fun with this one, and we have done our banter year's best 11. Yeah. You see, the least. So this is a... Team that we have put, the one to eleven that we have put together, um, are the best players that we think played for Rangers during the banter years. Now, strictly say this, this isn't the team that we think are the best players. They're just the best players during that time. Aye, and I think we should be careful to define banter years as the years we were outside the SPL. I know some people felt the banter years only ended on the twenty ninth for December twenty eighteen. Yes. You know, so we we define the banter years as. Third division, second division, and our two years in the first division. Yes. Purely those four seasons, nothing else. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what that, that that's what we define it as um, as this as as our banter years. Um, For this pod, anyway. eleven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We can probably go into length about discussions about banter years, but we'll sort of try to do our. Um, our best eleven. Aye, for this exercise. Yes. That's the, the definition we're going with. Yep. Yep. Now. Um, so we'll just we'll just crack on, shall we, and just start with the the goalie. We were pretty pretty scarce with goalies. I think during that time we had a number of guys who were quite frankly should have never wore a never wore a Rangers top, such as Simpson, um, Lee Robinson and stuff like that. These guys yeah. should have never ever had a Rangers top on. But we were looking at the best ones, and I think it was a very easy one for us, and that was um, Neil Alexander. Ah, easy easy choice for for the best goalkeeper of of the period. I yeah. think, like you say, there was. Quite a bit of dross that came after, and even when we signed somebody like when we signed Cammy Bell, you thought he might be all right coming from SPL Kilmarnock where he would he done well in that, and then he was just rotten for us, you know. Yep, so, uh, aye, easy choice. Neil Alexander, good goalkeeper, served as well when he covered for yep, McGregor, exactly. played in Manchester. Yep, he did. So he, he was he played some big games and, and won some, you know, that, he missed the end of that season, and then I'm sure did he know fill in and win. Win some cups and some leagues. He has, and he's won. Like, it seems to be that when, towards the end of the season, like important stuff, when McGregor got injured, we had Alexander there to step in, and aye. he done very well for <laughs> us. Yeah. Um, he was in the goals against Fontina, in the yep. semi final, both aye. home and away. He was in the like we said, final three for cup, and then the week after that as well, he was in the final for the Scottish Cup. Scottish Cup yep. against Queen of the South aye. as well. Um. And he was played. He played most of the, um, you know, when when McGregor left, he was, you know, he was easily our number one goalkeeper. Aye. Um, during that time, and then he stayed with us during the, um, the third division campaign. Aye. I would have liked to, obviously in hindsight, you would have liked to keep him. But from a personal point of view, I think we should have, we should have kept him, longer than than we, than we, you know, we should have had him for a few more years. I think instead Aye. of signing Cammy Bell. Um, but the thing is, he went. He went to Aberdeen and Hearts, and you know, so he basically went to 
he went to a, de- he went to a decent place after he left us. Do you know what I mean? He, could... Well, just right after he left us, he went he went to Palace. He went to Premiership for a oh, season. Aye, aye. Um, I don't think he, I don't think he played. I think he maybe played one League Cup appearance. Aye. And anything for Hearts. Aye, aye. And then Hearts were in the same league as us, and he was in the goals against us, which mm-hmm. was, you know. Aye. Instead of him being in the goals against us, he'd have been in the goals for us, for in my us. opinion. Aye, aye. Yeah, no, I agree. And then he went to Aberdeen and then um, ended his career back at um, Livingston. But he's he's an easy choice, I think, for this one in terms Aye. of in terms of goalkeepers and what he brought to Rangers. You know, very good goalkeeper, very highly thought of, I think, still at Ibrox in Aye, terms of the fans as well. I think you know we hold him in high regard. Ah, he was it was a good number two. He was a good backup during that period for McGregor, and you knew if he came in, old firm cup final, whatever it was, you knew he would come in and, and do a decent turn, and he he did, and he got. He got a decent amount of games in, in that spell through McGregor's injuries or whatever. And then, like you say, stuck with us. And, and I think maybe on us, why we didn't keep him longer? Because yeah. he did a job at Hearts. And the fact that he, you know, he went to Premiership, then then Hearts, then Aberdeen, shows that he was obviously still of a decent enough level for these teams to be interested in him. He still could have been at us until, yeah, exactly. back till we were up, prop, maybe, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, looking at the, the trophies that he won at Rangers, he won, he won three leagues, a third division, Two Scottish Cups and three League Cups. Brilliant. During that time, that's a phenomenal. UEFA Cup final, I know. Yeah, UEFA Cup so final as well. So. Plus, he's got a Kieran Company's back pocket as well. Aye, very For Scotland. Aye. <laughs> so I think he's a he's definitely the best goalkeeper that we've seen during that during that term. Um, Better so, than Fod. Oh yes, I think so. Do you know what I mean? And that, that tells you who Fod's still a number two. Aye. And he was a uh, number one for a couple of years, and you would say, aye, Neil Alexander. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it was very shoddy how we how we dealt with him, how McCoy's dealt with him. You know, they offered him a new contract when we were in when we were going into the second division, and uh-huh. I suppose it was on a third of what he was on. He was on a ten grand a week, Aye. and we offered him a new deal at a third of that. Um, sort of similar to a sort of Newman situation, you know. Aye. You and know, considering some of the diddies would go and sign and offer wages, like think about the story with Kevin Kyle, you know, like he's uh, wanting 500 quid or whatever and we offer him yep. whatever, you know, two grand or whatever. Yeah. So we're blowing a lot of money on a lot of pish. Yeah. When you could have, uh, I mean, know that goalie was a priority, I guess, because you expect to boss it, but, yeah. you know, he, he won a championship at Hearts, as you said, when we failed to yep, get promoted. Do it, do it. Not saying that he would have made all the difference, but you never know. I mean, it might not have hurt, you know. So, yeah. Because um, we certainly didn't have any great goalkeepers kicking about that season so certainly when they've hurt the yeah, defence so, exactly anyway exactly so I think um, in there it's got to be um, Neil Alexander as a number yep. one clear choice yep so we'll go to the go to the, the right back then and then we'll have a have a chat about that I think there was only again it was the same with a sort of you know looking at you know our best teams and stuff for that as well we sort of struggled a bit for a a right back aye, full-backs yeah full backs were a bit challenge aye. yeah um, so me, me and Keith have picked um, James Tavernier as our um, right back. You're sort of struggling for for people because else, during eh? that time with guys like Ricky Foster, the Greek boy that David knows his name, Aye. Seb Fury. You know we had <laughs> we had guys like that. We had obviously Broadfoot who played a few games when we were in the third division. You didn't even include him nah. in this. Um, but we were sort of struggling. Aguirre, Aguirre, that's it. There we go. Well done. Sorry. Um, so we had like you know, a right back for a few years there was Foster. Aye. It was just terrible. But you know Tav sort of came in, um, 
you know, he sort of known a wee bit, and I sort of knew him a wee bit when he played for Newcastle, and then he was playing for Wigan, and then he got passed about in loan. I think he had crazy amount of clubs before he settled at Rangers. Um, when you look at it, it's Rangers are his tenth club, and he's only twenty seven. Aye, I mean, started as a pro at Newcastle. Yep. In two thousand and nine, and by the time he signed for us in two thousand and fifteen. He'd be ten clubs. Aye, ten clubs. Ten clubs in six years. Yep, and this is by on the doubt his most successful camp, the most successful stunt as a aye. stunt as a player. Well, like you see, if you add up his appearances for Rangers, it's like at, least, at, at least twice as much as the rest of them put yep. together. Probably, do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's dramatic, but it'll not be far away. Yeah, yeah, and then when we came in, it was one of the you know the Warburton signings. You were like, "Hi, this guy looks, you know, he looks he looks quite steady. He, he can know how to hit a free aye. kick." Well, first ten games and he would score eight rapid, goals and aye. set up some, you know, like it was him and him and Wallace at, at left back that that the start of the season when we just were blitzing everybody, the two of them combined had between goals and assists. I think they had like thirty goals in twenty games or something crazy, you know. They were yeah. just on fire. Aye, they were they were phenomenal. Um, during that during that period as well. Um, again, we were sort of looking at it. I don't think there's any other choice that you could put in as the best player from that time. Nah. During this as well, um, you know, obviously still there. He's been made, been made captain by Steven Gerrard as well for, um, for the foreseeable future. I think that's um, probably from a fan's point of view and what we see. I think that's a debatable choice. Yes. But obviously Steven must think that he's he does it on the training pitch. He does it in the in the dressing room, which we don't see. We don't see. Yeah. Um, he he seems likable and well liked. He's a bit of a character. You know, he seems to be. A, the life and soul, you know, you watch him in some of his interviews and that, and he's not shy, he's clearly, he's clearly comfortable um, and a confident guy and he's expressing himself, which I think is, is good. Yeah. You know, you don't want somebody that's a bit shy and retiring, you know, he's, no, he's no, definitely not himself, you get that feeling anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel, do you feel like um, now, going ahead now, you know, that do you think teams are sort of sussed him out and what he, what he brings to a team, do you think maybe, do you think, now we're obviously talking to the American guy Posner. Do you think he'll come in and challenge him um, for his position? Do you think he needs somebody to challenge him for his position? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, he, he has clear weaknesses in his game. So maybe a challenge will make him perform better. Or maybe a challenge will be, well, you know what? The weaknesses in his game mean that we need to drop him. And mm-hmm. we need to play this boy because this boy's better all round. Yeah. Maybe nobody's good going forward. But maybe when he does go forward, his delivery's a bit better because Tavs is... Sometimes he puts in some balls that are world class, but his percentage, his his hit rate is pretty low. So you never know. This guy might have, you know, might might be just as good at the delivery with his hit rate, um, and he's better defending because Tav, you know, yeah, he is. I think he's definitely better now than he was. For example, the first season back up, he got a bit exposed that his defensive yeah, very much so. was pretty poor. You could even argue at the end of the championship, we kind of get found out a wee bit, and you know, obviously the cup final. Uh, Hibs yeah, just put Stoke on him, didn't he? And pretty much Aye, he, Stokes he, ran over he, him. He exploited the fact that he was good going forward and not so good going backwards. But who knows, man? He's he's a good football player. I enjoy watching him. There's some games where when he's really on it, like the the nil nil New Year game uh, at Parkhead, in tw- what would have been twenty just at the end of twenty seventeen. Yes, I thought he was tremendous. You know, and you, you do see some real captain's performances from him when he's when he really steps up, but. I don't know. Does he do it often enough? Uh, and is he consistent enough? You know, like, do you get that 7 out of 10 every week in the odd 9? I don't think you do. No, no. 
but definitely the best of the bunch that we're looking at by, yes, by a country yes, mile. Definitely. Based on the first three months alone, probably, you know, we'd, we'd get him into the team and the rest of the season was all right for yeah. him, probably. Like you say, apart from the end. But Yeah, I think he deserves his place in the team. Um, and he's formed a good relationship with Candace. Yes. You'd, you'd have to say it's notable that our right-hand side for the last, certainly last season and... Maybe not quite as much this season, but at times this season has been our biggest our biggest threat, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Which is where you get your right when Barisic is injured or whatever and we're a bit one dimensional. Like when we'd Kent and Barisic with nothing down the left, teams just blocked off the right and we didn't have anything. So yeah. clearly still a threat. And he scored quite a few goals and got a few assists this year. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Penalties, but still. So he's definitely a worthy right back for us. Yeah. Um left back was <clears throat> Excuse me, left back was fairly easy one. He was a left back all through the brand years pretty much. Aye, yep. <laughs> was um Lee Wallace. Yeah. Um you know, looking at him, came from came from Hearts. He's only played for two clubs his whole career. Um played a number of games for Hearts and then he came to Rangers and he was one of the guys that, you know, stayed on when we when we went down the leagues. Yeah. As well, which I thought was thought was you know, noble of him in terms of his age and his, you know, his Scotland career and stuff like that. Aye. He didn't really owe Rangers anything because he only recently signed Aye. the season before that. He's no, I wouldn't say he's a Rangers man. He was a Hearts fan growing up, you know. Yep. Um, but I, you know, I think he's, um, you know, really, I think he deserves his place and I think what I think he deserves his place in um, Rangers history is, you know, as a, a captain who stuck with us and brought us up. I know a, a lot of time, a lot of respect for him. Um, he he was good for Rangers, you know, when he first signed. Yes. He was good off through the banter years. Obviously, we know he maybe has had his, his injuries and his problems with the club lately. Yep. Personally, from, again, you know, limited information you get as a fan, I, I tend to feel that it's not went the way I would have liked. I would like to have thought us as a club could have maybe have treated him better. Yes. Don't know what happened in the dressing room with Murty, but... He just doesn't seem the guy that's going to be a total disrespectful prick about anything. No. Like, I genuinely, like I say, we weren't there, but I don't know. I, I get the feeling that I don't like the end that it's, it's, that's happening for Lee Wallace. It doesn't sit right with me. I think no, that, no. I think the club should have done, should be doing better by him. Um, and that's nothing to do with Gerard and playing him. I know necessarily, like, nothing to do with that. I just think the way it's all been handled and the way it's went with Lee Wallace lately is distasteful and yeah. we should we should be I expect better of that you know, yeah, like, yeah I, to totally, I totally agree with you I think we should have been done better by him and what we've done um, with him I think he's been he's been a great servant um, for us and what he's everything he's everything he's went through with the club I'm kind of liking him seeing him back in the team I'd like to see him back maybe on the bench a bit more regularly aye, aye. these days considering we need a few defenders or defences Sort of a bit ropey at the moment without Golds in there and you know, we're playing Halliday left back and stuff like that. I think aye. when we were talking about the the old Firm game, you know, in the on the twenty ninth when we were talking before it, aye. we were struggling for a left back and I would have preferred to have seen at the time I'd have preferred to see Wallace playing rather than Halliday because H- Wallace is a natural left back, but Halliday had a game of his life, so aye. we can't really judge that. But well, I think um, it's an interesting point. What I would have. If it had been me in advance of that, because remember he came on, um, when Barisic got injured. Yes. I, I would have played. I would have started with Wallace against Hibbs, and uh, if he gets tired after an hour, Halliday's on the bench. You bring him on. Yeah. But he started and Halliday get the full ninety. Um, and that obviously was a signal that 
we're going to play Halliday against Celtic. But no, I'm with you. I, w- I would probably have liked to have seen Wallace against Hibs. Yeah. Just to see what happens because when Barisic got injured, we had Flanagan on the bench and I think we had Halliday in midfield, if I remember right. Yeah. So he could have could have moved Halliday to left back. He could have put uh, Flanagan on, but he put Wallace on. So it was an interesting choice at the time and then he just abandoned it. Seemed weird. I personally would have given him an hour against Hibs at least and then I would have considered him for Celtic. But like you say, I mean... If Butts and maybe's holiday was man of the match and yeah. it went well for us, so I'm not bothered. Exactly, exactly. Um, but going I mean, back to, you know, sort of Wallace's career when, like, like we were mentioning with him and him and Tav, he was, you know, they were bombing forward. But even before that, he scored. He scored quite a lot of goals, and then in other leagues, you know, in the sort of, you know, the other leagues, he was he was bombing forward. He was scoring. He was getting assists all the time. Aye, aye. You know, he was he was really. You know, there we go, there is the 15-16 um, season, he scored nine goals Aye. in that season, which is amazing. Aye. Um, no, I, see. I, think you're, I think you're right, I mean, I always, um, he's, 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 he's had an injury on him, you know, he's always got up and down, he's always good, uh, what I like, he he does that, not a lot, of, not that, Tav doesn't do it as much, but he's good at the, the underlap. Like yeah, know, so the the wingers out wide on the the wing, you can guarantee Wallace is going to be bombing down for that wee simple ball. And he was, he, I felt he was really good at that. Yeah, rather than trying to get down the outside for the overlap, he was good at the underlap run, which, like I say, can catch people out because you don't see it as often. The yeah. overlap's common as shit, right? But the underlap is is a bit a bit rarer, and he was always good at that. So I liked the. He was always getting up in support. He had good delivery, decent enough, and like you say, he scored a scored enough goals. Yeah. Especially when you're playing against lower opposition, lower quality opposition. Yes. He, yeah. he was not he wasn't shy and chipping in maybe bits and bobs here and there, goals and assists. So, yeah. I know. Yeah. A lot of time for him and certainly worthy to be in this team. Yeah. And worthy to be in other Rangers teams. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. so. I think so. Do you think he should have got more sort of Scotland internet records? Because you know how he was playing so well, even though we were down um, the leagues at the time, do you think he should have got, considering how desperate we were for Scotland players at the time? I mean, only get 10 caps. Aye. Do you think he should have got more than that? Um, probably I think is the answer but you can understand him playing at a lower level why that went against him and, yeah. and like you said he probably somewhat knowingly sacrificed his career to support the club yeah I think he did definitely um, because see if he went when we went down if he goes back to Hearts he's probably he's playing for Scotland right yeah. you know that, I don't think there's much doubt about that so aye, I think it was a a conscious decision partly it must have been because yeah. he couldn't have he, was, he would have known gone down there I'm not really going to get picked for Scotland. Maybe he looked around and thought, I'm probably not going to get picked for Scotland anyway because I've got other good left backs or whatever at the time. Nobody's standing out. I don't no. particularly think we did, but I, I don't know. I, I stopped following Scotland yeah. about that kind of time, so I couldn't exactly say, but I would think uh, yeah, probably th- did deserve more caps, but you can understand why not. Aye, I think when you look at it now, obviously Scotland have got some good left backs in Robinson and Tierney, Aye. but at the time, I can't, I can't think anybody off the top of my head who was like, or he's going to get in ahead of Wallace. Nah, they'd have been playing. I bet you they'd have been a, a hodgepodge of different guys. Maybe you'd have seen like Charlie McGrew there, maybe. Yeah. Um, Naismith or Caldwell or I don't know some of these nuggets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, aye. Was there one of the Naismiths? Uh, I don't know. Nah, I can't even tell you. Man. I can't I'm, even think who would have been there. I think McGrew might have been in there. Um, I can't even think. So nah. I think. Um, I think the fact there's no coming straight to our heat straight away tells you. I think. Ah, there's been nobody um, clear. Whitaker maybe Hutton played, but he played right back most of the time. That's the thing. Like, right away, you can think Hutton was right back, but I don't know who the left backs were. No, um, no. Can't even think. But I think he's got a notable mention 
definitely worthy mention as a as a left back here. Yep. Um, so now we're going to go into our, um, our two centre half. Now we've we've had a bit of a debate about this, haven't we, mate? Um, about who we're going to put in. Um, we were going to put in um, Duran Goyan. However, Goyan only played one game in the amount of years, and that was against um, Brecon. So we decided not to put him in. So we went for two of Danny Wilson and Carlos Bocanegra. Now, Bocanegra, for people who weren't obviously Bocanegra, tra- um, transferred over and he, he, play- he played seven games at the start of the season, um, of that season when we were in the third division. Yep. And then he got dropped from the USA team and then he obviously had massive ambitions still to play for them. So we loaned him out to Santander. But during that time he played seven games, so we thought he's worthy of being in the team. Aye, the, the fact he transferred over and then, you know, he, he said, I'm standing by the club. And then, you know, like you say, he, was, he dropped from the international team. And when he was kind of at the twilight of his career and looking to get final games um, and be involved in stuff, you know. So like, you can understand him thinking, I've not got much long left for at an international level. So a, a reasonable decision for the guy to move on. But... The courage and stuff of saying I'm going to stay and playing for the seven games showing his intent that he wasn't just kidding on and then obviously circumstances changed and I don't know I think I've got a lot of time for that and he, let's be honest he was quality wasn't he he was a really yes, good centre half he was really good and I think if you put him beside Wilson I think that would be a pairing that would work you know Boca Negra is a leader and he's a captain at America yes um, captain for us I think at, at times he was a captain against Breaking, I'm sure he was a captain that day. I think, I think he captained he us a few times as well. He's definitely captain material, you know. Even yeah. maybe even vice captain for like the, before we went in. I think um, he was the vice captain. I think you're right. Sure he was. So I think if you got a leader beside Danny Wilson, we have seen Wilson when he would like David Weir beside him, somebody talking him through the game and keeping him right and that kind of stuff. I think it's a decent enough pairing, and yeah. at, at the level of being, you know championship and down or whatever then I think Wilson's a good pick as well yeah yeah. I think I think they two would work well together similar to the way the Wilson and Weir aye, worked as aye. well we, we um, Buck and Egra basically running them through the game aye. Um, as well and helping them out with it um, I think aye, I think the two of them I mean only we, we were thinking about a few other people that you could really think of and there wasn't very much we mentioned um, Dan McGregor who had one Average season with it, but he was he was he was only he was only decent because of the people he was playing beside, like Zaliukas and stuff like that. Aye, he he was average in a team of, uh, uh, like a Sunday pub team, wasn't it? Basically, oh, it was terrible it was, that it was season. Horrific. Made him look good, and I don't particularly rate them the guy that much to no. be honest. So I think both of those guys are better individually, and um, would be a would be a good pairing. I don't think putting him in there would make any of these the you know would would strengthen the pairing. No, and I think. Interesting question about Wilson. Do you think we'll see him back for a third spell at Rangers? No. You no, don't? No, not at all. Um, Why not? I just I just don't see it now. I think we've got better options now at the back. We go oh, no, I don't mean like right now. I just mean would you do it out for the rest of his career? Um, he seems like the type of guy that you, I wouldn't be surprised to see him come back. You could potentially see him back. Potentially, but I'd, I think... Um, Unless, I don't mean right now. <coughs> Excuse me. I think he's sort of... I think he's, pers- I think he's done with British football. Um, I could see him staying over in the States now for the remainder of his missus is American, I'm sure. Oh, is she? Aye, I'm sure oh, it is, and okay. she's over there. Um, well, that would explain it. So um, I could definitely see him going over. I mean, Wilson, I had so much potential for him when he, when he first broke through. Aye. He looked amazing, and the fact that we, he joined Liverpool for £2 million when we were basically on our arse. Aye, to be fair, I think that 
it was very much a the club told him we need the money you're gone I don't think the kids because yeah. when we were at the Davy Weir night he said that he said that it wasn't that Wilson wanted to go it was that Rangers got an offer and they thought yeah right, we're taking this money so yeah it was and only two million though, I thought it was more yeah it was two million potentially rising to five depending on appearances and internationals and stuff like that five was the number that seemed to stick out yeah but then he went there and never, never kicked a ball he, he? he played a few games in Europe and in the Cups and then he went on loan a few times I'm sure he went to Blackpool um, on loan he, um, Bristol City as well he went on loan then he went on loan to Hearts where he was I seen him playing a few times for that season the, the season that Hearts won the um, Hearts won the championship and he I was, scored the Ibrox didn't he in the opening br- day in the 1-2-1 brilliant at the back he ran uh, the game captain wasn't he yeah he was brilliant um, at the back for them when we were in that team and I don't know if it was because maybe it might have been because we were I personally was just desperate for a centre-half like him at that time. Aye, maybe didn't have it. Um, that made him maybe stand out a bit more. Aye, aye. But then we got him back. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, when we were in the Championship. And then he partnered Kiernan. Which was, you know, a bit ropey at times. But um, I think, you know, Danny Wilson done, done well enough. And, you know, he sort of played well enough and he sort of considered I think he's he's a worthy mention in this team as well Aye I, I don't think there's there's many doubts that like we said again not exactly spoilt for choice we're, no. we're struggling you would there's no, I don't think there was anybody pushing him to get in instead No No I don't either I don't either Keelan certainly doesn't cut, no. cut it um, so aye I think Wilson Bocken and Edgar is a good shout Yeah Yeah I think they two are they two are worthy of that So that's the back four we're now sort of going on to a midfield two, so we're playing a a four two three one. Yeah. Almost. So we're going to the midfield two now. Um, to discuss them and the two that we've got in there is, um, Lee McCulloch, and Lewis McLeod. Um, looking at it, big jig again was this, you know, the sort of same as Wallace. He transferred over and went down the divisions with his, um, Rangers fan. You know, through and through, um. And he played when he was at Rangers, particularly when he first came in. He played. He played everywhere. He played hundreds of positions for us. You know, I think the only place he didn't play is in goals. I pretty think. much. I mean, he played when he first started under Smith. He was on the left wing. Was a left wing. And then aye. he played up front. He played midfield, and he dropped back to centre half. Aye, pretty you much know, played everywhere. Didn't he, he played. He played everywhere, and then, um, you know, but we're sort of playing him as a as a midfielder. Um, and this because that's where I think that's where he played a, quite a lot of his games for Aye. for Rangers, um, and they've signed him from, um, signed him from Wigan for two point two five million. Um, what do you what did you see when we signed him? Were you thinking that's a that's a great signing? Were you? Um, I I I feel. I felt it was it was a good signing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say a great signing, but a good signing. Knew obviously it was a, a blue nose, and he was really keen to come. And I think he was of the level that I would say that if you were to put a current player in that team, it would kind of be like signing Scott Scotty Arfield. I think. Yeah. Where you think he's decent. He's been at the Premiership. You know, he was playing at a decent level in England. I think Wigan might have been in the Championship at the time. But you know what I mean? He'd he'd, he'd been he about. Played the Premiership with with Wigan before that. Ah, yeah, as yeah. Well. So he'd he'd been at that level, um, and he was coming in. He thought solid enough. Scottish guy knows the game, loves the club, he versatile, and just got a you know the the class at the time. I think the fact that. 
like I said, we had a better team then than we do now. But I would I would put it akin to feeling like when we signed Scott Arthur, like, ah, this is a good signing. Yeah. This is a decent signing. I think for the money at the time, it sounds a lot now, but for where we are, but at the time, I think 2.25 million wasn't much and you would, you know, I think felt like we got our money's worth for him, you know. I know we weren't spending then like we were under advocate or anything, but it still wasn't a, wasn't a ton of money back then, no, do you know what I mean? No, um, Like now, that would, that's our biggest sign, but, but back then, we were spending four odd million in Mendes and Davis and, you know, some of these guys. So, um, I think it was a, he was always going to be a good servant for the club. Yeah. A solid player, fit enough to play a lot of games and good in a number of positions and do a job against most teams. No, you're all-star in the big game, but, you know, he was he was going to be solid enough and yeah. felt pretty good about it. What about yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, I'm sort of similar to you. I thought, I thought he was a good signing, you know, the fact that he... I just liked the when he play, when I see when you see him playing for Wigan, he was always... And when he played against Rangers for Monroe, he was always a bit of a... You know, he was he wasn't like an animal, but he was always getting stuck in. Aye, aye. That's what I sort of liked, and I think that's what's something that we needed. Yep. At the time, um, you know, with the the way the team was, we lost. Um, so we had him with Thompson and with Ferguson. They were free, quality midfielders who were hard. Take no nonsense, aye. Yeah, aye. yeah, which is what we which is what we needed. Aye, that kind um, of winners, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot we we jig as well. People, you know, we we commend them for you know going through the leagues with us and stuff like that um, as well, which was which was great. Do you think he, you know, he got inducted to the, the Hall of Fame in 2014? Do you think he deserves his place in the Hall of Fame? That's um, a bit of a controversial one to give you there, mate, sorry. Uh, yeah, that was a bit left field. I don't, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a tough one. I mean, if you think about what he achieved at Rangers, he won a number of trophies. Yep. He was part of the team that went to Manchester and stuck with him for fucking Finn from the bottom. Yep. I, it's hard to say who's done more. Yeah. He won everything that he played in, went to the UEFA Cup final, which pretty much almost immediately makes your team of legends. Do you know what I mean? Because, let's be honest, it's the it's the best that we've seen in our lifetime and probably likely to see for a Rangers team in Europe. Um, so, I, I find that if somebody says to me off the cuff, Jenkins deserves it, out of hand, I'd probably just go, no. But when I sit and put a bit of critical thought into it, I think, well, why not? Yeah, I, It's hard to argue against, actually, now I think about it. I think he, I think he deserves his place in it for what he's, for what he's done for the, for what he's done for the club. Aye. Um, so, the question, which is, what about Wallace? I think Wallace deserves his place in it, but I don't think he'll get it. Because, uh, how it's, it's ended. Yes. Aye. Yeah. I think that's the only, that's the only thing that'll do it. Um, the only thing that Jig never won with us was the championship. Aye. Because he left the he season. He left that, aye. Aye. And then he went to Kilmarnock, who was the league above us. Aye, which is so crazy. Quite, yeah. but, so how many... So how was it Rangers for eight years? Seven years? What was it? Eight years. Eight years. So I think that's that's good going. Four successful years. Yep. Um, or five successful years. Well, four successful years. Anyway. Four successful years. And then, and then, uh, then going down and then staying down. And yeah. Getting his back. Uh, okay, the unsuccessful season in the Championship. But, uh, no, but I that unsuccessful season in the Championship, I think that's where he was getting past the pillar of post for where what position he was playing in. Well, I think... Well, and I think that, everybody was. And I that think was he a perfect year. You think about McCoist, McDowell, McCall... Did um I'm pretty sure that he was he not 
placed as he was did he not did he not run the team when McCoy's got put in garden leave for a season? Was he not part of the coaching team? Was it no McDowell, McCulloch and I don't know. Some Durant? It might have been, I'm sure he was like a coach. I don't know. For that wee sort of issue. I blocked out a lot of that period, especially that, that championship season was probably, it's that was the worst of the lot. Blur in it, it's a total blur, because you try to block out as much as you can. I mean, the, some of the quality before it, like the third division was, was brutal, but just the, the the way the championship went that year, it was just a, aye, it was aye. a traumatic year. It so was. You, you totally, your mind doesn't let you remember. It was, um, but I think Jig's a notable mention in this, um, aye. definitely deserves his place in the team and he's probably one of the best in this, he's, he's, probably one of the best, you know, in terms of international recognitions and stuff. Obviously, Bocanegra's got his 100-odd caps, but McCulloch's Aye. got a fair few caps in there as well, so I think he's deserving to be our number six. Aye, I think that we would have... I, I would have been insistent that he's in the team somewhere. Yeah. And like you say, whether that's up front or centre-half, I think we would have to have made a spot for Jig. Yeah, yeah. And the, the best of the Bantley years. Yep. yep. And the other, the other um, midfield partner that we've got from um, is Lewis McLeod who I thought was a shining beacon throughout the throughout getting us up. This was a young lad with Aye. massive Bags of potential. Massive potential in my yep. opinion. Um you know he was box he could he could do every you know he could in my opinion he's probably one of the he was he was a great midfielder and I think we get letting him go for so little just it's just a shame with him as well that his career sorta of, Went the way it has injuries, injuries have affected him massively. But um, it, it caught my eye during the... Me and my brother Gary went to the breaking game. Uh-huh. And you're looking at the team and you're like, who's, who's this boy and who's... It was him and Mackay started. And Aye. I was like, who are they two boys? But the two of them held their own throughout that. And um, I think that McLeod was brilliant. He scored, I mean... He scored a fair few goals as well, a few important goals for us as well. Um, one of the ones I remember was the overhead kick against Air. Aye, aye. Very, yeah, you know that was that was brilliant. Brilliant. Aye. Um, I thought he was a shine throughout that terrible, terrible time. McLeod was a shining light, and then we just it by. I think selling so him for so little. You mentioned two of them there. I think what did we get about a million quid combined for the two of them? Yep. That's ridiculous. Yep, like, exactly. That's total. Like, oh, it's just a mugging like genuinely like you say Mackay uh, McLeod sorry was definitely real potential he was one of the guys where it was almost when we went down you were thinking right McCoy play a lot of the young boys yep. and forget alright we might not go un- undefeated for the season or whatever like we, we perhaps should but if you play all the young boys by the time we get back to the championship and the premiership you're going to have this raft of talent that's going to be worth a ton of money and they're going to have grown up playing for the club and you know be battle hardened because they've played against all these part time Celtic supporting plumbers and all that kind of yep. stuff so they would have been perfect and he, him and Mackay were like okay I would like to have done it with say 8 at the start of 11 but he's done it with 2 but at least he's doing it with, with people that have got potential and potential Ranger captain or who knows but you know and that's what you were thinking back then anyway, is that this boy could play for us for yep. years, could be a captain, he's got it on midfield. Are you looking at a a young Barry Ferguson type kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Where, where, like say, he was he, he could do it all. He was scoring goals as well. Yeah. Um, which Barry earlier in his career did. Um, yep, exactly. Before he went to Blackburn and stuff. Um so who knows? And then it just died. We, we let him go too early and got yep. nothing for him. Uh, it was a 
total robbery. And that's based on nothing to do with where he went. It was the spivs in control with a club that caused that. It was yes. the, uh, Brentford, you know, fair play to them getting a bargain. No, Anybody would have done it. Exactly. So, um, I just a frustrating end. Um, and like you say, even more frustrating for the kid now because he's barely kicked a ball for him in yeah. like three or four years. So, again, I'll go back to the Wilson question. Would you take him back? Do you see him coming back? I um, potentially see him coming back. Um, it's been there's, there's been a rumor kicking about that you know that we're, we're looking at him. It depends if he can get fit. If he can get fit, Aye. he's a you know pre contract maybe he's free in the summer. Right? He is free in the summer. So again, if you got him on you know one of these pays you play deals or something, I don't know. Aye, but don't I think mind be, a Jordan Rossett on your hands. No, no, that's the thing that you don't want. So, um, but I I would potentially take him back just to see. Obviously, he's had even though he's not played a lot, he does have that experience of playing championship football. Um, he's played 40 times for them and for Brentford in, well, four, kicking on four years, three and a bit years. Uh, it's not a good return that, is it? No, really, no, when you think about it. Well, he moved in, so it's, it has been, he moved in um, 31st of December 14, so, you know, it's, you know, it's four years he's been there and he's only played 40 games, so... Ah, it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, just for purely of his appearances at Rangers, he's got to go on our team, there's no deal oh, that would... definitely, aye. ...that would go there. Again, he's a, he's a stick-on for midfield, you know. Yeah. There was a lot of absolute divs in yep. that period, and... Uh, Aye, he was aye. a shine. He was a shit for me personally. He was a shining light in the oh, team. Aye. When you put um, him next to some of the players that we did play, he was head and shoulders above like yep. Ian Black and Nicky Law and all these got all that garbage. Yep, you know exactly. I mean? exactly. He was worthy of the strip. Yes, a hundred percent. So many of them weren't. So, no, no, yeah. no. So now that's our that's our two centre mids, and I'm now going to go into our, um, we'll go for the attacking free, and then we'll go for the. The one up front. Yep. Um, so what we done was we went on the, on the right wing of Andy Little, through the middle as an attacking midfielder of Harry's Vukic, and then on the left we've got Barry Mackay. Yep. Um, quite exciting, I think in terms of that. And we'll we'll start with we'll start with um Andy Little, who again like McLeod came through the came through the ranks at Rangers, um. Particularly, he played a few games in a Premiership season. He scored against them as well in the three-two game. He scored against Celtic. Aye. Um, I remember he made. I remember one. I'm sure it was his debut for Rangers was against Celtic, where aye. he played right back. Aye, that was the. And he, was got, that, and he got injured. Aye, and then he played right mid, and then he was up front and yeah. onside ten minutes. Yeah, and then they had to obviously hook him. But he went off. It was two 0 That was the game. Aye. Kenny Miller scored two quick goals. Wasn't yeah. It? Was it two one that I finished? Yeah. Um, so again, really he, sort of, he sort of came through, and he was, um, you know, he was he was in and out of the team that season. Um, scored a few goals, scored his first goal, and then I think he pulled his hammy running into the park that day. He did, I think he did. Because <laughs> I remember when we were Such going down, to, we were going down to our seat, aye, and we seen who's that, and we seen him training with the defenders, aye, which was even weirder. So we're like that. Andy Little must be playing right back. Aye, aye. You know, and then he comes on right back because Joe watches, Joe watches a lot of reserve, Rangers reserves and stuff like that when we were there, and he's like, "That boy's a striker," and he's, <laughs> you know, we played him aye, right back. Played him right back. So, um, he went on. Um, he sort of looking for football. He went on loan to Port Vale for a while, and then he came back, and that's when we went down, obviously down the leagues and stuff like that. Aye. Um, and he played he played a lot in the um 
played a lot in the third division. Him and McCulloch were going um, eye to eye for goals. Ah, yeah, they were just caning it, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. And then he, you know, in the League One, he sort of came in and then he, I think he got a pretty rough deal. Aye. When he came in, because when we came in, is that not when we signed like Sandaza, Kevin Kyle, and stuff like that? John, John Daly was taking us up, wasn't yep, he? Yep, exactly. And these guys, and then he get um, he get pretty much get shunned, which was again what what you were talking about there in McLeod. Boys like this should have been playing in their league. Young boys playing Aye. third, second, first division championship football with us all the way up to the championship, and this could have been a nucleus for our squad. Aye, aye. Even even now, aye, um, you begin them thirty forty games a season. Yes, even when it wasn't quite working out. Keep the faith in the boys and just keep going. And aye, it was the the policy of McCoy slash the club to go and sign, like go and throw money at these guys that were in the Premiership or in an SPL, but were just in it for the money and didn't yeah. really care. And and that's when you seen guys like Black and Templeton and yep. you know John Daly and 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 all these guys that aye, waste yeah. waste their money. Exactly. Kids. Exactly. I totally I totally agree with there. But Andy Little was. Good player for good player for Rangers. I think he got shoddily dealt with when you know we ended up selling him to Preston and then he sort of went he went about the leagues and then he ended up in Stirling and then he had a nasty injury. Aye, of course he recently he, retired, didn't he? Yes, he, he did. Retired just yeah, a couple he weeks did. Ago he retired. A, he retired a wee while ago and then he, um, he's now part of the Rangers youth setup. Aye. He's a coach now at Rangers. Aye. Um, you know he's a sort of academy coach, but again, you know when he was at Rangers as well, he was in the Northern Ireland team. Aye. Um, had a got right, got a few caps for Northern Ireland, which is nothing to be should be proud of that. Yeah, exactly, aye. exactly, nothing to be um at at all. Mm-hmm. But I think Andy Little for the goals that he scored, particularly in the, you know, the third division, how you know, he always was able to find the back of the net. He deserves a place in our team. I don't think there was anybody else that we could really nah. we could really pick. I think we we probably had um, some slightly better options going forward than we did in some of the other areas but now nah, I think Andy Little like you said definitely deserves his place that that's for division season I think for for a large chunk of it him and Jig were just going goal for goal weren't they yeah. pretty much to see who was going to finish top goal scorer so aye yeah, yeah. now one that might be a surprise to some people is a, um, an attacking centre mid and that is um, Harris Rickage who we signed as part of the the Newcastle Five Aye, that the, came the during the five. during that um horrible championship season, but he was um he was a standard light I think of that season as well. Aye, I like you said about McLeod earlier, he he was the he was the only one I think that year, wasn't he? Really, that yeah. gave you any sort of hope. Yeah, um, I think he he ended up playing. I think he played about fifteen games for us, and he scored. Uh, there we go. Work it out in terms of everything else he played, um. 22 games and scored 9 goals aye no he, so he, he was, did, aye and it was always he always remember he wanted the ball and when he got the ball he usually tried to you know usually done something with it aye um, during that season you know that was that season where we were playing some of the worst football I think I've ever seen Rangers playing you know we were riding on boys like him and young Andy Murdoch when McCall came in aye he tried and help us out aye basically our kind of philosophy it seemed that at points when, when he was there was give it to him and hope he would create some magic and to be fair to the guy more often than not he did, he did. you know he, uh, did he not win like player of the year or something I'm pretty sure year? he did that season yeah. even though he only like you say didn't he played for half half the games or whatever and won player of the year but it was literally just give it to him and he would 
more often than not, he was creating sparks of magic. Yep. And I remember it, it was a weird guy to watch. He, 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 when you watch him, he kind of felt like he was running through treacle. Like, it didn't seem to ever move Aye. fast, but he still just went past people or got any good spaces or whatever, and he had a bit of quality about him. You know, yeah, some of his final pass or his finishing, you think, ah, he's, he's, he's got quality um, that there wasn't that much of in the championship, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, like, like we were mentioning in that season, there was a lot of dribble that we were watching, but he Aye. was something that could maybe work for us. Aye. I think, that what, to me, what stands out is that in the summer, I was hoping we were going to bring him back. Yes. And that, that's where he must have been doing something right, because there wasn't many of them you hope were going to come back. No. But I kind of felt like, I would go and get this guy. Aye. Bring him back. He'll do damage at this level, especially if he's a better player's on a bit. Yeah, because obviously the Newcastle five was him, Remy Street, um, Kevin Moamba... Shane Ferguson, who fucking didn't want to be here because he's one of them. Aye, and um, then that Berrien Gamma or whatever he's called, the yeah, play for Motherwell. Yeah, the boy that plays for Motherwell as well. So, um, he was the only one that actually played a lot. I think Boamba maybe got a few games. Remy Street get one and then injured aye, himself. Injured, Ferguson ended up playing two games, and that the other boy, the Gale, the boy that's at Motherwell, never aye, played any never games. Played. But that boy, the um, the the, the right back boy. Yeah, he plays for young boys now. He's playing no. the Champions League. Yeah, he went in January. Somebody just spunked like fifteen million on him or something. Did stupid. they? Aye, yeah. Where did he go? I can't remember. Did he go to? I don't know. We need, we need to look, look him up online or whatever. But he ended up. I'm sure he just went in the, the, the in this window for. Cause I seen him playing in the Champions League for them and he aye, looked good against Man United. Yeah. Um. I know. I'm sure he. I'm sure he just went for maybe not fifteen million, but it was like a sum of money that I remember thinking. Oh wow, he was a, not a us, but you know what I mean. Like he was. One of the guys where you just he played, think... I think for us, he played um, He played left-back a lot and he wasn't a left-back, he was a right-back. Nah, um, what's it saying? He's still at Young Boys, but I think there might have been talker. somebody tried to sign him. Oh, I it? remember hearing that, was it somebody, a Premiership team were maybe looking oh, at I, him? I don't know, I, I was sure he... Oh, maybe I, I see how you go, I'm talking nonsense. Um, I don't know, I, I, something had told me that he'd signed, has he signed a pre-contract or did... I don't know, no, I'm talking shit. No, then. but I'm sure, the, but I'm sure there was... Was it an offer that came in? I thought he'd there win. There was a club. There was clubs looking, looking at him, and potentially try to try oh, to right. get him. Um, Aye. But um, as of, as of Aye, as of sorry, you know, as of us doing this, he's still he's still there. Um, but I'm sure there was a club in the Premiership maybe looking at him. Um, quite a reasonably big club as well. We're looking at me try and bring him. Maybe that's what I read then. I don't um, know. I I had it in my head. He'd worried they went, but obviously. Aye, but other than that, you know the but said the, a good five, the five boys that you know came. The only one that played was was Rutich, and he was, he was a he was a standout in aye, that for horrible was, horrible season. Aye, aye. That season's worse than the third division season. Definitely, that's the worst season of Rangers in my lifetime. Yeah, aye, hundred percent, hundred percent, and quite a bit. Um. So now we'll try to get try to get off that, and we'll go to the the left hand side. Yeah. And the left hand side, we have got um Barry McKay. Who again, same as McLeod, came in pretty much out of nowhere for the breaking game. Aye. And you know, he was a I thought he was I thought he was a cranky player, I think he was a confidence player. Mm-hmm. Um that um you know could could work for you. Um but I think he needed at time to need an arm in the a wee arm in the shoulder to sort of say, Come on, let's do it. I don't think Ali gave him that because he he played he played a lot in the third division. I'm sure it was a set, and then we got we loaned him out. Aye, I, thought, I remember times. thinking that was weird when we put him out on loan. We went, he went to Rafe Rovers for a season, aye, and they were the league above us. Aye. 
Um, I and then he, you know, he was he was brilliant there at Rafe. You know, I think he, I think he ended up in their team of the season. Aye. Um, there, um, and then he came when Warburton arrived after Sally left. Uh huh. He brought him back in and put him right into the first team. Aye. And then again, he he was he was really really good. I thought. Um, and then when old Pedro came in, he was. Aye. You know, he gets shunted out again. My thoughts on, on Barry Mackay's if I'd been Pedro or maybe even Warburton, I would have played him as a number ten and built a team around him. Mm-hmm. I genuinely think that he, he had enough quality. Um, like you say, put an arm around him and, and you know, find a way to get the best of him. But just for technical ability, if you play him I always felt he was so dangerous in the middle. Yeah. Like we always seem to play him on the wing, but see when he done his best stuff for us, it was when we played him centrally. And sometimes Warburton would do that and where it it's an e- easy example uh, it doesn't really prove it but the goal against Celtic yes. we, we played them centrally you know once we, we get into oh we're going to extra time and we'll, we'll maybe tweak the shape or whatever and put him in central let him find some pockets of space and you see what he does you know he's, he's got the quality beat a man play a pass or, or ping man right in the top corner yeah. um, I, I genuinely feel the boy's got a lot of technical ability and I would have put him number 10 and built a team around him but yeah Alas, he left for peanuts. Yep, again, it's an absolute... You know, when you see guys like him and McLeod, particularly who, you know, like we said, started started that famous game against Brecon. Aye. Um, and it was just such a shame how they ended and ended up ending leaving for for peanuts. He left for half a million. Even if you're going to get rid of him, right, and you new manager comes in, he's not my plans, he's not my style, fine, everybody's different. But you get fair price for the guy. Yeah. Half a million quid was no fair money for Barry Mackay. No, no. Nowhere near it. And now um, we left for Forrest, linking up with Warburton when he was there. Aye. Played for a while with Forrest, sort of fell out the way at the end, and then now he's playing for Swansea and he's in and out of the team. Aye, you know, he's, he's not really he's, playing much, isn't he's, he's, If he's not playing, he's on the bench Aye. more than yeah. anything. Um, which is, you know, good to see. Again, I've I seen a newspaper article a few weeks ago about him saying he's got unfinished business at Rangers. Ah, I'd like Same to come with McLeod. Would, you, would you bring him back? Um, I, I don't know. I guess, it, it, I mean, it depends on what style you're going to play. I think if if Gerard brings him back further now, I still don't think that by the 4-3-3 like Warburton did and playing him out wide, you get the best at the kid. No. Um, but I, I mean, I still think he's got a lot of technical ability and I, I would bring him back. I do believe that if he was to come back, like he says, I think he would come back with an attitude of, I'm going to show you I should never have been sold kind yeah. of thing. Like, um, but again, I don't know him as, a, as an individual, like you say, he does seem a bit quiet and needs needs a cuddle in it and yeah. you know so there is there is that um but no I, I still I still rate him I just feel like I guess maybe at the age he was when he came into the team putting a wee arm around his shoulder and stuff like that wouldn't hurt him but see now he's a 24 year old man Aye. he's had championship that, experience that's what I mean I, I don't know now if if he's if he's been if he's developed the right mentality for it I guess would be my concern about bringing him back I yeah. don't know um but rather than send them to Greenlock Martin and Rafe Rovers, if you put your arm around them and build a team around them, I, I think we could have done something special. But, you know, alas, that's yes. what it is. But, I mean, if McCoyst had played the formation we've got with McLeod in, the, in you know, the number eight and Mackay in the number ten, I think, we, and, and kept them, yeah. I think we would have two brilliant players on our hands. Yeah, exactly. But it's a shame. It is. It is. It very much is. It is a shame. And the good thing about, like, 
with with this team that we had, if we're looking at tactics wise, you know, him and Vitic could swap over at any time. Vitic could go in the left and he could go in he could he go through the middle. Pop in the middle yeah. And then also with a with a striker as well, he could rotate round as well. Aye, and you could potentially move little. Mm-hmm. Up front. Aye. As well. So our tactics a, are quite are quite fluid. And the good thing is you could even when you say to them, have a bit of fun with it, you know, Aye. don't don't be rigid to your shape. Because that, that, that catches defenders out if all of a sudden, you know, you're marking Barry McKay and hold on, he's shifted position. Right. What do you do? You know, there's that, that yeah. overlap where you're not sure to go with your man or mark the guy that's went into the space and exactly. stuff. So, aye, I like, the, I like the fluidity. Yes, yes. And I think um, McKay's another one of these lost generation of Rangers players that we've aye. had to deal with during this, during this time. Aye. So, yeah, now we come to the, the striker mm-hmm. um, and we have picked... Um, Martin Waghorn yep. is our striker um, again like you were saying we could have put McCulloch up front you could put Little up front and stuff like that but I Aye. think in terms of someday when he first came in and just how lightning he was and how good he was when he first came in we were in the championship you know there's no one else really other than other than Waggy who could come in there um, boy that's a, a number of clubs as well Signed for he signed for quite a lot of money with, with teams. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he joined them um, when he, he Sunderland came up through Sunderland. He went to Leicester, which cost three million. I'm sure. Wow. And then he signed for Wigan as well, and he ended up costing, I think it was nearly similar similar amounts of money. Uh-huh. He paid they, they paid maybe a million or two for him, and then we were lucky enough to get him on a on a freebie. Aye. Pretty much, um, him and Tav came up at the same time. That's right, aye. Um, and he was. When he first came in, he was he was rapid. He was, oh, like, he was mm-hmm. I mean, it was the thing that I liked about him when he came in. It was just how physique. I mean, he was he was he was built. You oh know? yeah, he was a, he, that we that, that kind of barrel chested. He was a wee stocky guy. Jean Claude Darcheville was a bit. Of yeah, him. yeah, and he was built and he was strong in the ball. You know, he Aye. was, um, and he bagged he bagged a few goals. Oh, he you started know. really fast, didn't he? Yeah, um, he started really fast. You know, in that season. There we go. Appearances. He played um thirty six games. Got twenty eight goals. That's ridiculous, isn't it? Like twenty eight goals in thirty six games. That's that's a brilliant return. And then even the season, the first season in the Premier League, he scored sixteen goals, and that was sort of up and down season. He was playing out in the left a lot. Aye, aye. During that time as well, and then obviously he fell, he fell away, and you know made a wonderful went to Ipswich and he was did the business brilliant and then Derby signed him for five million pound. Was that what it was? I think it was that. I'm sure it might have might have been a bit I more. I thought it was more than that, but. but um, some of the prices quoted were crazy right enough yeah. but I don't know what they ended up I paying. think quoted like 10 million I, like, that, I, really money, but I, I think it was less than that but I don't know 7 stuck in my mind but I, anyway he went for he went for good money I mean I know there was the talk of from Rangers fans of oh we should have kept him in that but that's not to say he would have you know he would have he would have went for us yeah. he would have to have scored 40 goals to go for that kind of money yeah. for us do you know yeah, what I mean exactly so, we were never going to get that for him, so. And I think at that time as well, when you know, when when he left, did he not leave just as Pedro came in, and it was sort of like he was bringing his own guys in and stuff ah, yeah. like that, and it was sort of get rid know, of him and Joey Garner and all that, didn't he? He was played out in the left, you know. He wasn't really Aye. as effective as up front, you know. Um, I think that Wycon's one of these guys as well that you sort of see is when he goes somewhere and he's got a bit of confidence, he's rapid. I think the first few seasons at any club he's been at, Aye. he's been very good. You know, he done that with us. He went to Ipswich, bagged him in as well. Aye. Maybe not so much with Derby, I guess I that he, might have been... I think he's struggling to get in the team, isn't he? Because Derby have got that... 
I think they play a slightly different style, and then they're, they're playing that Harry Wilson boy who's going for fun. Yeah, they're playing having a boy called uh, Marriott as well. Ah, yeah, right, as well. Aye. So Waggy's sort of sitting on the bench, um, more than anything. But I think <coughs> his time at Rangers, you know, he was probably the best striker that we had during the banter years. Best centre forward that we had, most aye, most oh, graphic. De- definitely. I mean, pure volume of goals, you would. Maybe like jigging the third division, but it was completely different apples and oranges. You know, yeah. he was doing it at a higher level, um, and like you say, that that first season when he came in, he was just frightening. And him and Tav, you know, linking up down the right or whatever, and some of the play. Because sometimes he would play on he play on the right wing as well. He wasn't he always yeah. through the middle. Um, aye, a lot of time for wagging. I think he seemed to get the bug. You know, he, he, did. Seemed, he seemed to That's be a bit of a Rangers man. That so, was my next point. Um, he seemed to like the club and still. You still see the odd tweet or whatever, and he seems to still be involved and yeah. have good things to say. So he got it, and he played well. Um, when he played well, he was he was brilliant. And like you say, that second season, he was a bit hot and cold. And sometimes he would he would go through spells where, like, he was a confidence player, and he would miss yeah. lots of chances. And how the hell did you miss that waghorn? But if you could get his one goal, he gets confidence back. All of a sudden, he's banging them in again. So, can no that dissimilar to. What what we kind of find ourselves in with Morelos, don't we? Yeah. You know, small, stocky, strong, wee bit of pace when he needs it. Sometimes he's really hot, and other times he's not so hot. Aye, I definitely, I'd, I'd agree with that sort of similarities. But I think in terms of our team, he definitely deserves his place in it, and I think he's a you know a good addition to have up front. Aye, no, and like you say, it offers well. a bit of uh, fluidity in rotation with the front four. We've got uh, yeah. we've got options that. We'll keep teams guessing, so yeah, I think that would be a decent side. Aye, aye, I think it would. So just sort of, we'll just run through the side again, um, just before we before we finish up. So, um, our team is start Alexander Neil Alexander in the goals, our right back of James Tavernier, left back of Lee Wallace, two centre halves of Danny Wilson and Carlos Bogenegra, our two midfielders, centre midfielders are Lee McCulloch and Lewis McLeod, our attacking midfielders consist of Andy Little. Um, Harris Routich and Barry Mackay and up front is Martin Waghorn now I think if we put that into the Premier League right now it would, it would give him a good give him a good bash <laughs> when they played for you know when these guys played for Rangers you know if that if they were all in their prime and they played it would give a Premier League team a Aye, I think I, I don't think they would win the league but no, no, no. I mean you think about them competing with like Hibs and Hearts and Aberdeen I think they would be there yeah. I, think, I think you'd be fighting for second I don't think you would be getting close enough to Celtic no. to worry them but I think you'd be fighting for second Yeah, exactly and if you guys think if you can see any team or anybody <coughs> we've missed out please um, please let us know Aye. Um, about that as well so that sort of rounds off this week's episode um, we'll be back with you next week um, for another show um, regarding you know mine and Keith's life as a a Rangers fan and what we're going to discuss yep. um, we'll, we'll let you guys know so all it takes me just to say is to um, thank my good mate Keith again Keith that's been good fun again um, thanks very much mate aye cheers always always good to talk to you and always good to talk Rangers magic it sure is mate and like I said we'll be back next week with another show until then thanks very much see you soon cheers cheers